Are you looking for help with retirement planning, tax planning, estate planning, or is it what do I do with an inheritance? What you need to do is understand your financial needs and goals. How do I pick a financial advisor? Your needs will dictate the type of advisor that is best suited for you. I think a lot of people are still thinking that most financial advisors are choosing funds or stocks or combination of investments all day long, and that we're sitting in an office buying and selling things, trying to beat the markets or a benchmark. I've been around for 20 years, and I've never come across an advisor or a team that consistently just has better returns than everybody else. Welcome to Dear Rochester. Retire well. Dive in. Be curious. Become prosperous. David Pulsini, CFP, his team, and his guests will help you figure out your six points and give you the ultimate roadmap to financial freedom and what to do from there. Now, let's get started. Welcome back, folks. Dave Pulsini here. And today I wanted to help answer a question that I have been asked recently. And the question is this, how do I pick a financial advisor? And the last time I was asked this was I was actually at soccer practice with my daughter. And the gentleman who asked me basically said, hey, Dave, my dad's in his mid to late 70s. He's managing my money. We talk about it all the time, but at some point, I'm going to need to work with an advisor. And uh, then he went on to say, I'll I'll most likely also be getting an inheritance and have no idea what to do. How do I pick a financial advisor? So I can answer that for him and for you right now. How do you choose? I'm going to give you guys four easy steps in about 10 minutes into this podcast. It's going to be a quick one today, uh, but I want to give you a little background first. And, And first and foremost, What you need to do is understand your financial needs and goals. Okay, You need to know what you're trying to do and what you're looking for. And what I mean by that is, are you looking for help with retirement planning, tax planning, estate planning, maybe all of the above, or is it just the investments? Or is it, what do I do with an inheritance? So your needs will dictate the type of advisor that is best suited for you. And I'll help you narrow that down in a minute. But I think a lot of people are still thinking that most financial advisors are choosing funds or stocks or combination of investments all day long, and that we're sitting in an office buying and selling things, trying to beat the markets or a benchmark. And I guess there are maybe some advisors that are doing that. But in my opinion, that is not where our value is anymore. Okay, When I started in 2003, we would carry around a binder to show people that our investments were performing better than yours, no matter what you had. Our pie chart is better and can get you more money. And that's really just not the case anymore. And and think about this. If any advisor was truly crushing the benchmarks and dominating the returns, wouldn't every single person be working with them? Wouldn't we have all heard about that by now? Okay, With technology and information now, choosing a mix of investments that fits the goal of the money is the easy part. That that is table stakes for us guys. It should be pretty easy. A financial advisor five days into their career can match a moderate investor with a moderate portfolio or aggressive with aggressive. You get it. So is there value in due diligence in an investment process? Absolutely. But I've been around for 20 years and I've never come across an advisor or a team that consistently just has better returns than everybody else. Okay. We'll be back after this short message. 
Do you know how much money you need to retire with confidence? Do you know how long your money will last? Are you missing something? Retirement planning is like a puzzle, and we want to make sure that not only do we have all of the pieces, but that the pieces are in the right place. To find out where you stand, go to sixpointfp.com and take our How Much Do You Need to Retire? five-question quiz. We will email you a free video response to let you know what we think. Now, back to the show. So with the original question in mind, how do I choose an advisor? I would look for someone who is taking all of those other things into considerations. Specifically for this gentleman, I would be more concerned about how he is going to take the inheritance should it happen. How can he pay the least amount in taxes? He wants an advisor that knows the rules around this. And I would tell him to look for an advisor that can help him and his family get their own household in order, make sure their will is up to date, healthcare proxy, power of attorney. Then I would look for an advisor that can also do tax planning currently with him, someone that can take his taxes and show him where he can save money, what accounts to contribute to, which accounts to pull from. And in his case, how do real estate investments fit into this? Okay, if you have real estate investments, you want an advisor that might know a little bit about that. Okay, And the last thing I'll say about this, this might be a little sensitive, but I do run into folks. I, this is frequent. I would talk about who is moving the money around. Okay, In this case, it might be his dad. And what are their credentials? What is their investment process? If your parents or your buddy or your brother is managing your money, what are their credentials? What is their investment process? How are they choosing what they're choosing for you? Okay. I know if it were my dad and wealth management is not his career, it would be like asking him, who, by the way, he operates heavy equipment to be my dentist. It has nothing to do with, with uh, investment management. Okay. So, and there's a lot more things I would look out for, but after the potential advisor goes through these questions, then I might ask about investments because. It, guys, asking about investments is the easy question to answer. If you come to me with your investment portfolio, it is not hard to show you what I would do. We can run all sorts of back tests and show you 100 fancy charts and graphs telling you what we would do with your money going forward. Okay, And I, I've said this before, but I believe the value is in all the other things that I just mentioned. Okay, So let's get back to the question. How do you know who does this? Well, let's do our homework. We do need to look for some credentials like the CFP. And I, it's not because of the CFP. It's more because the designations are they're more than just the title. I think they represent a commitment to professionalism in our field and, and a process. Okay. The, the other thing you can do, if you're looking for an advisor, use this podcast and send to them and ask them if they do all of the things that I've already mentioned. So let's talk about the questions you should be asking here. So I've got a list here that I would, I'll say is gold, but it's a, it's a list of about 14 questions you should ask any financial advisor. And we should be asking about their approach to investments, their approach to retirement planning, and how do they tailor these strategies to individual clients? What, what's the process? Notice I'm not asking about performance, but I am asking about how they choose and manage your money. Not the performance, how are we choosing and moving things? And what is their process to help you plan for taxes? or for your estate, and a lot more. And if you're feeling like you need more, I would consider asking to see their own financial plan. So that might be a tough ask if you're in a meeting with an advisor, but I wouldn't hesitate to say, hey, do you have a financial plan? What do you do? 
can you show it to me real quick? And you don't need to see numbers. Honestly, you just want to see that they have it done. You want to see that they have their own financial plan. And if they don't, wouldn't that tell you something? Right? So I have that list of questions to ask an advisor, and uh, I'll probably revisit that in another podcast, but re- just reach out to us if you'd like a copy. Um, one other thing that I want to point out is an often overlooked aspect of the advisor relationship is communication. Not only when you will you hear from them on a proactive basis from their end, but how often will you meet with your advisor? Will they be available to answer your questions? So obviously, good communication is a key to, to any successful advisor-client relationship, right? So another question, how will the advisor onboard you? Do they have a plan for taking on new clients or is it just to move your money over and maybe you'll hear from them again later? Okay, you, they should have a checklist to get you logged on and to make sure that all the things that they need are in order and what's the best way to get a hold of you. And I have a separate whole podcast on our onboarding checklist. So, um, okay. And the last part I'll say about this, you want to meet with someone that you're truly comfortable with. Okay. You want to be not only comfortable, but actually maybe even looking forward to meeting with them. If you are dreading the meeting with an advisor, that's just not the right advisor for you. That shouldn't happen. No, no one wants that. Um, and don't underestimate that personal connection. Okay. Trust your gut. You need to feel comfortable and confident in your advisor's ability to manage your money and all of the other things that I talked about. Okay. You want to be actually not only just comfortable, but like I said before, look forward to meeting with them. Okay. At the end of the day, your financial advisor should feel like a partner in your journey, not just a service provider or another person to check off the list that I met with this year. You should want to meet with them. You should want to give them updates. And you should honestly, again, look forward to it. So we'll be back after this short message. Hi, this is Dave Polsini. Sometimes we are asked, what does six point mean? And I wanted to explain that right now. Six points are the six points of financial planning. We have investment planning, retirement income, risk management, tax planning, estate planning, and then custom goal planning. Those six points include over 120 things that we actually do for folks. So if you are not confident in your six points, reach out to us. Back to the show. To wrap this one up and make this very clear, here is the answer to the question, how do I choose a financial advisor? Now, I'll give you four steps. Step one, you can start by simply searching on the internet. Open up your browser, search for the thing that you are trying to accomplish. Is it retirement? Is it an inheritance? Is it tax planning? And then take it from there. Step two, I would pick three to five advisors that you want to reach out to. And I would make sure that they are independent advisors with credentials like a CFP. I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a minute here. But step two, list of three to five, make sure they're credentialed and independent. Okay. Step three is I would send them a list of questions for advisors. And again, that's the copy I can get you guys if you want it. I would then meet with them and make them make sure that you enjoy the time together. I've already said that, but that is step four. When you meet with them, make sure that you're comfortable and you like them and they like you. If all of this is done, you've searched, you've made a list, you reach out to set a meeting, you send the list of questions, and you enjoy meeting with them, you are on your way. Okay. The first part of this, the search and the list, guys, it's going to take 10 to 15 minutes. It's not a huge commitment to get you on the right path to finding the right person. Okay. 
One more thing here. I said I get to this in a minute. And maybe the controversial part, in my opinion, is I would not choose an advisor at a big firm. And the reason for it is they typically have goals and incentives that there's no way that you would know about. Now, they may be mad at me for saying this, but it is just true. Okay. And they, they can't argue it. But these firms typically have advisors that are trying to sell you a product with that firm's name on it. And I'm not just talking about the brand new advisors. These might be advisors 20 or 30 years into their career. And this can be disguised as financial planning. But at the end of it, during the recommendation, what you will often find is that it leads you to putting your money into their own investment products or insurance. And it may not make sense for you. Okay. If you've already done this, if you work with ABC company and you have ABC insurance and an ABC annuity and ABC investment account, I would ask, 100% ask, why is my money where it is? If there's no clear answer, see if they offer any other options. Actually, if there's not, <laughs> even if there is a clear answer, ask to see other options to see what else is available for you. Okay. I don't want to throw too much at you, so I'm going to stop there. But going back to the question, the decision to choose an advisor is as personal as it is financial. Okay. Get along with them. And then you need to know that they know their stuff and they have the right acumen. So take your time, do your research. Choose someone who not only has the expertise, but also aligns with your financial vision. If you need help choosing, just let me know. I'm not going to bother you. And I bet that I can get you into the right hands and point you in the right direction. Okay. So we'll leave it there for now, guys. Thank you for spending your time with me again today. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes. And then uh, we'll leave it there. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of six-point financial partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by six-point financial partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA, CPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, six-point financial partners and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. 
No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.